Welcome to the Junior Golf Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping parents and juniors navigate through the journey of junior golf. From fitness to mental coaching, we cover it all on this podcast. Here's your host, Ro Thompson. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Junior Golf Podcast. I'm your host, Ro Thompson. Man, we got a special guest, uh, well, special guest on the podcast today. Man, we've got Jared Lott and JL um, of the David A. Wall Junior Invitational. Good morning, guys. How y'all doing? Good morning. All great. Doing good. How about yourself? Oh, man, doing great, man. Uh, I, I, I want to thank y'all for uh, coming on. I've been following the, uh, the tournament on Instagram. You know, Jared, you've been doing a good job of promoting it, uh, everything on uh on instagram and i keep seeing all the posts and everything so i'm hoping that y'all have a, a really good tournament um in may uh, but before we get into all the david uh david a wall uh junior invitational talk um jared give us your background and and jl tell us a little bit about yourself as well i'm gonna go first because i ain't got quite as much experience as <laughs> mr That's jl right. Right here but but yeah i grew up um in Claxton, Georgia, not really playing golf. Uh, I was a tennis player, baseball player. Uh, then broke my wrist. I uh, couldn't really play tennis anymore. Decided that I really wanted to try golf. Got a job out at the golf course. Started learning how to chip and putt, putting up carts, and tried to play a little bit on the mini tours. Realized that I didn't have near as much talent as them guys have. But now I just uh, I love playing, um, and I just really love getting my kids involved and letting them go around and and get some of the experience I didn't have and maybe it takes them to college. Maybe it takes them on to their professional life, uh, business wise or anything like that. But that's, um, I just like everything that golf teaches for all ages. Sounds good. And JL, tell us a little about, give us a little bit of your background. I, I played amateur golf for uh, quite a few years and okay. had some success doing that, enjoyed it very much. And then the children came along and they started taking an interest in golf all okay. sons and during that period of time the georgia state golf association wanted to start a junior program okay and they had not had one and in fact the whole G, uh, gsga had been a little not defunct but kind of asleep yeah. for a long time and in 1974 we started the the junior golf program and we had seven sections in the in the uh, state okay and these sections would uh, compete within themselves, and then the top four of each of those age groups would or sections would go to the state tournament okay. and uh, compete there. So it was a real challenge for everyone in South Georgia to try to get to be able to go play some other golf courses and compete against the Atlanta, the Macon, the Columbus, and those. And to be, uh, I guess, to brag a little bit. South Georgia would win the, the uh, state competition okay. most of the time for several years. And uh, so in, after my boys, they were five and seven and eight and 10 at the time, once they got out of junior golf, I, I thought I wanted to get out of doing this and turn it over right. to someone else. Right. Been doing quite a few years, probably 18 or 20 years. Mm -hmm. And I, I looked up, at one of my junior tournaments at Savannah Golf Club. Okay. Had 120 players that day, and the last two that got ready to tee off were the two worst of the 120 
and they came up to me and told me, said, Mr. Johnny, I'm so nervous. I don't think I can even swing. <laughs> I realized then that that was a very important time for these young people. And I've been involved uh, in junior golf since 1974. Wow. I took sabbatical from from georgia and went to uh saint augustine and i coached college golf there in a division two school for okay. 11 and a half years so okay. I came back played some professional golf and uh that's where we are today that's awesome you mentioned the gsda we played you know even though we're in south carolina um there was a gsa event um over in augusta at forest hills and my son you know i i wanted to kind of keep them sharp. We were like in between some tournaments and he went over there uh, for the first time ever, Forest Hill. You know, we all, we got the warnings that, hey, the greens were a little tough. And uh, my son won the event, shot a 75 over there. First time over there, played oh, awesome. pretty, pretty good. And yeah. so that, you know, so when you mentioned GSA, that rung a bell. So that's, that's great. That's great history. So talk to us a little bit about the, uh, the, the 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 startup of the David A. Wall Jr. Invitational. Where did all, where did all of that come from? They uh, David was had been out playing on the Hooters tour and several other okay. tours. Okay. And they were big time tournaments at the time, okay. and he started feeling a little bit funny, different, or whatever, and came home for a while and found out he had ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease. Okay. At that time, he he took a pro uh, club job there at Lakeview and, and had 40, 50, 60, no exaggeration, junior players that he was helping. Okay. And he was just Mr. Junior Golf in that whole area and furthered a lot of young people mm -hmm. into to playing more junior golf over the years. And as, as his disease progressed, right. that we, we named the tournament after David, and there were just so many people that were involved in starting this tournament. Uh, there was Carl Chancey, who runs the golf course there, was a, a big player in it. June Eccles Bennett was one of the, the first players. Her daughter was, was involved. Okay. Uh, then you take John James. John has been one of those that, that the glue of the thing has held it together all these years when, okay. you know, other people wanted to, to take a some time off and uh it uh mike strickland helped financially as okay. well as one of the big players was bill wall who is david's brother okay. that, and bill is a very laid back person and does a, a a lot of work that nobody ever knows about he's he's kind of one of the the heroes of the yeah, david a wall tournament so yeah uh, but there were a lot of people that got involved over the years ping would come up because they knew david very well and okay. they would put on uh, a demo day, and then his his high, his college golf coach uh, Earl, Earl Earl excuse me Ernie Langford mm -hmm. would come and, and be a speaker at the banquet from time to time. So had a lot okay. of support from a lot of people. That's good. And this is the nineteenth year of the David A. Wall. That's correct. Yes. That's good. So it sounds like it's been a very successful uh, junior tournament, and it sounds like y'all have a a format. Um, is it like a, a weekend format? Is it like Friday, Saturday, Sunday format? Uh, practice practice rounds yeah, on Friday, and then right. Saturday, Sunday of the tournament, and we we have uh, food on the golf course for the for the golfers that cook burgers and 
different things like that. Also for the, the parents that are there with them. They, and then have a banquet that night with a speaker. We've got this year the, uh, the assistant men's coach at Georgia Southern coming to be our oh, wow. Yeah. Then on Sunday morning, we have a, a uh, devotional before they tee off for the ones that, that are there. And it's very well attended, too. And we have a minister come in and do that each year. And then they'll play the final round. So it's it's a, a community effort. A lot of people get involved. Yeah, I like I like the structure, uh, you know, with the banquet, the guest speaker. Uh, Georgia Southern's got a good team over there in Georgia. They sure do. Yeah. Yes. Sure do. Sure do. And so what's the primary objective of the tournament and who are you trying to help with this uh, memorial tournament? You want to start that or you want me to? I'll, I'll speak on the second part of the answer, and I'll let him speak on the first part. So okay. one of the things we do every year is the, the tournament's there to fund junior golf, and okay. uh, we do a scholarship that is essay-based. So it's not – so a senior that's playing in the tournament can get um, – I don't remember exactly how much it is. Each one get $1,000. $1,000. And, and what it is is essay-based, so it's not based on play. You know what I mean? It's okay. not the winner of the tournament gets it. That's all decided by a committee. Uh, who gets that essay and who gets um, gets that scholarship money. And that's kind of what the thing is for is to, to kind of just get junior golf juniors and gives them a tournament. Cause when this thing started back 19, 20 years ago, mm -hmm. there wasn't as many tournaments out there for the junior golfer as there is now. Right. Uh, so it was a very big uh, hub for where everybody would come and, and show off all their skills and play. Um, and then I'll kind of let JL take it over about why I might have started. Yeah. There two scholarships. We give one for a, a male, one for a female. Okay. And, and uh, like he said, they're essay based. And all, also some of our goals are number one, have the children have a place to play something to do and something to look forward to and something to look back on and say, Hey, Jerry and I were playing golf not long ago. And a young man, uh, Hunter Brown came up and said, I just want to tell you guys, the, the tournament I played that was my favorite tournament playing in, and he's getting ready to graduate from college. He said, I used to play in the David A. Wall tournament. Do y'all know anything about that? We said we were just <laughs> playing golf and talking about it right then. Right. So a lot of memories go back to the 19 or 20 years that we tried to put this together. Oh, you know, man, man. We can get them off the, 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 the phone and get them out on in the air. Yeah. We'd be successful. Well, Good. we have multiple different age groups we have multiple different skills so i mean we have a beginner level uh okay that, i mean they're playing a thousand twelve hundred yards for people that are just kind of get into it maybe this is the oh, first okay. tournament. so we try to make it to where not only is it competitive but it's fun so there's lots of different skill levels lots of different tee boxes age groups you can play an intermediate you can play an advanced division so it kind of gives every golfer a chance to play without being like, well, man, I can't beat this person. Well, I mean, we're out there to, to have fun and give you a, a, a tournament you can play in to kind of advance your career in, in whatever way that might be. That's good. Yeah. Cause I noticed that's what the, uh, isn't that what the GSGA does as well? Have the yeah, different have a couple of different ages and intermediate and advanced. And intermediate like advanced. Right. Yeah. I did notice that. And you, and y'all mentioned earlier about the, one of the people that actually maybe uh, that's that ran the tournament for a while who, what was the gentleman's name again? We, we may have been talking about uh, John James. There you he, go. Yeah. So, so yeah, give us been the glue of this thing for years and years and years. Yeah. He and David were very close. 
Okay, good, good. And so, so describe uh, describe the uh, the junior golf as 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 you know y'all experience with junior golfers. You know y'all have been around it for a while. You know JL, you've been around it forever. I know uh, Jared, you you kind of taken on this project. What's been y'all experience like with the uh, with the game of junior golf? I'll let you go first. Uh, it's it it's been some it's been a reward for me and for my my family because over the years I would take I'd, I'd take a van from the YMCA and take ten mm -hmm. or twelve boys to the uh, the different events that we would have and it was it was fun to listen to them talk and awesome. to listen to their experiences and and it was very enlightening to see that when they finished and we were headed back home yeah. after they decided okay we're going to eat the dairy queen this time you know <laughs> part of their day right. uh, they would uh be back there talking about everything in the world except how they played that day it, it wasn't right. you know it wasn't death one way or the other <laughs> right really wasn't the end of the world they lost uh-huh yeah. so right so I, I would say that, and then the, the fact that uh, so many of the children or, or young people wound up being professional golfers wow. or professions and uh, successful in other professions in, in their life. And part of it was because of the skills they learned from playing golf, not from us teaching them so much, but them, them learning the rules and knowing that the rules are very important. So, Correct. Yeah. Well, me and like I, we were talking about other uh, earlier with, with Corey and Camden. Um, yeah. Okay. We have, um, I've only been in this junior golf world for about four years. I've got an eight-year-old and I've got okay. a twelve-year-old, and they both started playing at the same time. So one of them was four, and one of them was eight at that eight. particular time. Okay. Okay. And so being the just, I, I like golf a lot. You know what I mean? So just seeing mm -hmm. that they take it up and something they were interested in. I've learned a lot here in the past year and a half, mainly from this guy right here, because yeah. he lived this. I mean, he's got kids that have grown up and played professional golf and right. went to college and, and all this. So it's like picking his brain on that it's not right now. There's nobody handing out scholarships when they're 8, 10, 12 years old. It's it's a right. journey. You know what I mean? It's just it's a Serious journey. Yeah. Uh, and it's just what they can learn and, and not as the parent don't beat them up so much. Like don't take every shot as a teaching <laughs> moment, whether it's a good shot or, or a bad shot. And I struggle with that. Yes. Um, Cause not only am I a coach, I'm, I'm a parent too. You know what I mean? And it's like, my kids are always like, well, daddy, you don't say this to other golfers. You just say it to us. I'm like, and I have to take, have to go back and say that. I mean, like look at that from a parent's side is that most of the time a coach has a little bit more leeway because they don't have as near as much expectations as a parent has. Right. So it's like going back and, and looking and just trying to learn and trying to just sit back and, and let them play and let them jails telling me a while ago, he's like, and he might mention this in a few minutes, like that 24 hour rule, like just let them process it for 24 hours. And then, then what want to talk oh. about, you know what I mean? Let's go over the round at that point in time, but because emotions are high, whether it's a good shot or bad shot or anything like that, like just let it be. Yeah. And just trust the process. Yeah, you know, Jared, I'm gonna get to JL in a second. You know, one of the things that um, that helped me along the journey is I had I had to realize that I wasn't as good as my junior. Yep. And you know, he started beating me two to three years ago, 
And I'm like, how can I, how can I get so frustrated when I can't even play as good as he does? So yep. that kind of helped me a little bit. And, you know, just parents like yourself, you know, helped me through, through the journey of not being so frustrated. So a lot of times, you know, when we play, I'll just for caddy, I'll be 250, 300 yards ahead, just kind of helping find the balls. If somebody goes left yep. or right, but you know, it, it doesn't because because what happens is the first thing that happens when the kids hit a bad shot, they look at the parents' reaction. Yep. They want to see if, if you're mad and, and it's just it's not a good it's not a good thing. So JL, what's your what's your experience been like, you know, what's the with this junior golf journey? What what advice would you give to parents? We were very lucky when we first started the the uh, in 74 with the GSTA. Right. That uh, parents weren't allowed on the golf course. Wow. And only the 11 and under age group would have a score go along with them. Right. The parents, we tried to get not the same, not the parent of that child, but someone else's parent to, to score that group. That mm -hmm. way they didn't look back and say, was that a good shot? Was that a bad shot? Why didn't <laughs> right. you thought it was a good shot? Right. You know, that thing. But I, uh, if I could be, give a personal note here, my, one of my boys qualified for the Atlanta Classic, the PGA event. He okay. was 19 years old. Wow. So go up there and I watch him play. And on the 11th hole on the second day, oh, <laughs> excuse me, the fourth day, he was over about a four-foot putt. And I was just sweating whether he was going to make the putt or not. And I looked at myself and I said, you know what? You're probably going to see another million putts in your life. And if you let this one destroy you, you know, it's going to be a miserable million putts you see from now on. So I right. tried to put the grain of sand, whether he, he, he made that putt or, or missed that putt and move on to the next next shot. But uh, parent, parents. Uh, Did he make it or miss it? You know what? <laughs> I don't know. You don't remember. That's <laughs> all right. Hey, it's all right. But uh, those, those type of things, just learn to to realize that, that one round of golf is not a career. One yeah. shot is not a round of golf, you know. Right. So, yeah. And Dale, tell it, us about this 24-hour rule you got, you have. Well, uh, the good thing about it is if, if, if it's just you and your son or you, or you and two sons, you're yeah. riding home and you'd say, well, gosh, that was a, you you would have shot 73, but you missed that little butt on 18. Well, right. he probably made four, 10 footers that, you know, and bring that up. But, mm -hmm. but the thing, my rule was always to try to say when they get there, I enjoyed watching you play. Man, you, you were fun to be out there with like that. Not say another word about it unless they bring it up until the next day and maybe then do a good, better how, you know sit down with them later and say, what, you know, golly, what, what do you think you did good? I thought you did a lot of good things and get them to talk about the good things. And then, then the, what you could have done better and you know, what do we need to work on? Or what do you need to work on? Yeah, I love it, man. That's it. And, 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 and when you think about it, we all love our kids. You know, we love, we love to watch our kids play. And, you know, of course, you know, the bad, bad shots and, you know, bad scoring it's, it's just a little frustrating, but like you said, at the end of the day, you know, we enjoy watching them play. We, we, and even if they, even if they play bad or good, we still love them, you know? So yeah, yeah. 
it's like, okay, let it go. It's just going, it's, it's, it's going to be all right. And, uh, you know, it, cause you see a lot of, you, I've, I've seen some really weird situations <laughs> on the golf course and I'm sure y'all have too. I mean, I've yeah. got, I've got a couple of stories where I had to tell the dads to, Hey, calm down. This it, 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 let the kids play, you know? And I mean, I, you know, the kids would be crying on the golf course and I, and I almost had to, in a sense, take up for the kids because the, the dads were so like in their face on the yep. course. I'm like, mm -hmm. guys, we, we can't, we don't really need to be on the course. Let's let them play and let's let them, you know, it's like life, you know, you got to kind of figure it out, you know, while you, while you're, while you're on the course. So that's a, that's a good, I, I, I it, it, it would be great if the GSGA went back to that and, <laughs> and, and, and not allowed the parents to be out on the course. Right. Well, <laughs> You know, and they do, and it's it's like high school golf today too. Also, parents can go watch, but they're supposed to stay on the cart path or in the Truth. in the uh, rough away from right. away from them, and usually just stay forward of them. But you'll see that one parent that will come up between the holes and say, "Why did you do that?" Or you need to do <laughs> you need to do that, and the the right. child is trying just as hard as they can try without that, without putting some more emotional strain on them. Right. You know, my buddy, uh, Justin, uh, what's Justin's last name? Uh, soccer and junior, Justin Fleming. He, you know, I had him on my podcast uh, a couple of years ago and he said, bro, you know, one of the things that parents have to realize is the kids aren't trying to make bad shots. They, that, yeah, that, we, we said that. We uh, talked about that just a little bit ago. Right. I mean, oh. it's just, it's just golf, you know, golf is hard, you know? So, and that's just, that's just what it is. So, so we got this, we got this, Memorial tournament coming up, David A. Wall coming up. What's what are the dates on that tournament again? May 6th and 7th. May 6th and 7th. Okay, that's Saturday. Yeah, Saturday right? Round on the 5th, and then the tournament's on the 6th and 7th. Good, good, good. And um anything y'all want to talk about uh as it relates to the tournament, entry fees, who can play, you know. Yeah, so we uh Jill, you talk about one. So I'm gonna pull up all the different uh, age groups right here, just so we can. I'm not okay. gonna speak. Okay. We we try to have like a ten and under age group that will okay. play eighteen holes, and it's for the more advanced, you know, nine, ten year old, and then we'll have a ten and under age group that that's just starting to play, and maybe they'll play uh, they'll play nine holes. Okay. And okay. So, but our nine hole groups are allowed to have a, a caddy with them, but above above that, they have to, you know, get out there and fend for themselves. So I'll read okay. it to you off, off the uh, okay. the website right here. We got an eight and under uh, boys and girls, which is nine holes. And that would be our developmental um, age group. Uh, okay. It's gonna be around a thousand to 1200 yards. You know what I mean? Roughly around that. And that's boys and girls, eight and under. If you're first starting out, you wanna play in that one. That would okay. be where you do. And then like JL said, you got a 10 and under boys and the 12 and under girls. Uh, there, that's the nine hole intermediate uh, that's 1,800, 2,200 yards. Uh, and then, like you said, you got the 10 and under, 12 and under boys and girls uh, okay. that's advanced that you can play 18 holes. And then you just got your normal 14U and then the 15 to 18. Um, and the 15 to 18 split up 16 and under and then 18 and under. Uh, they're playing the same tee so they can both compete for the overall um championship as well good okay sounds like you got a good format there and so um how can our listeners uh 
follow you guys on social media. Go to you know go to your website. How can they find you? Out, uh, yeah, so you can you can find us on Instagram. You can look it up, uh, David A. Wall uh, Junior Golf. You can go to um, you can just Google David A. Wall Junior Golf Tournament. I just did that, and a whole bunch of things pulled up. We're on Facebook. Okay. Um, and if you go to Instagram, you can click on our bio, and there's a register link right there that'll take you straight to the website. But it's just uh, David A. Wall or D A W Junior Golf dot Weebly dot com uh and that just kind of allows you the weebly website allows us to pay online but it's 70 dollars for the all the nine holes and okay. the 10 and 12 year old advanced division that's 18 and then the other one is uh i think it's right around a hundred dollars hundred hundred ten dollars hundred ten dollars so i mean very inexpensive for if you're on the golf tournaments scene yeah. you know the most two-day tournaments, I mean, they can get up three, $400. I mean, so we're exactly. trying to be very economical. We have a lot of sponsors that kind of help cover the cost. This just kind of helps cover um, just a little bit of the maintenance and the trophies and, and all that. And we have first, second, and third uh, crystal trophies for every division, boys and girls. Okay. So, and any, um, any ranking points or – Anything like that? So that's always kind of a big topic as well. And you've yeah. had the junior golf scoreboard on. So mm -hmm. this year we haven't really decided we got a final meeting because, right. as you know, sometimes strength of field and, yeah. and the course itself length, no matter if you go out there and and play lights out, sometimes it might hurt you in the right. ranking because the course just isn't hard enough to do. So that makes that, sense. That's kind of up in the air right now to where we want it to where a lot of your top ranked golfers can come play and not have to worry about, well, even if I finish first and shoot 65, it might not help me any. Perfect. You know what I mean? So we want to make it to where they can just come and, and play and not have to worry about as much scoreboard and everything like that. Just come have fun in the tournament, play, try to win and and go about that rank. That's good. All right. And what did what do uh, what did the winners get? So they get uh, we have crystal crystal trophies uh, for, for like first, second, and third division, yes. uh, first, second, third place, and then we have a putting competition on Saturday afternoon, and okay. Tour Aim has sponsored that. So the winner of that will get the uh, a Tour Aim uh, set up, their alignment sticks, and the set up. Oh a little yeah, that's a nice setup. Yeah, and all that. So then we have a silent auction uh, for the banquet on Saturday night. Okay. So we have lots of different gifts and different things that people give in we have rounds of golf at different places uh sign memorabilia from a lot of different pga tour players and different stuff like that mm -hmm. all right and we also our tea gifts are probably worth the, the uh entry fee right there yeah we got we give away good towels like the big huge uh golf towels mm. um we've got water bottles we've got ball markers and stuff like that so that's okay. a lot of the entry fees go to basically just giving them items you know what i mean and then we let the yeah. sponsor everything else that's good man that's, it sounds like that sounds like a sounds like a great tournament so y'all any any as we wrap up the podcast any any parting um shouts y'all want to anything that we one, may have forgotten one thing that the uh parents particularly enjoy is once the speaker finishes this year the, the assistant coach at georgia southern Mm -hmm. they'll they'll want to ask some questions about college golf or, or what he's done in the past as a as a professional caddy and right. different things like that and it's very interesting 
to everyone to hear the different questions that they yeah. all ask. And it's, it's part of one of the, the highlights of the uh, banquet that night. Yeah, because I mean, a lot of parents kind of like me and yourself that have junior golfers, we want to know what avenues we need to take. Like what are college golf coaches looking for? Like, are you looking for this tour, this ranking, this? Is it better to play? Is it better to not play? Do I want to worry about my ranking? I mean, so many different things like that. And, and Daniel, he, I mean, he's he's seen it all. I mean, he's, he's caddied uh, professionally. He's played college golf. He's coached college golf. I mean, he's right. he's got a lot of insight, you know what I mean, On and seen a lot of things that work and a lot of things that don't work so it's, it's sure. very good to be able to have somebody like that to mm-hmm. bounce ideas off and kind of keep us as parents that have junior golfers on the right track that's right and i just did a um uh, about a month ago i did a college golf night where i had about three or four coaches um i had a guy who uh runs a program called playcollegegolf.net where yep. you can uh create resumes to send the coaches yep. and so yeah it's very very important to you know, to have that, especially have him as a guest where, where the parents can talk to him and bounce different questions off of him. So that's that's awesome. Yes, sir. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Well, listen, guys, thank you all so much for coming on. This is this has been really great. Um, you know, from the from the junior Co- golf podcast family, man, we want to thank you all for being on. We wish you all the best at the, yes, at, the, at the 19th David A. Wall Junior Invitation. Thank you for listening to the Junior Golf Podcast. You can follow us on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. We hope you enjoyed this new episode. And if you did, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Please share this episode with others who may be interested in this topic. Also, feel free to let us know what topics you'd like to see covered in future episodes. Get in touch in the comments or on any of our social media networks. See you next week for a new episode.